Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome to the DD Frigo Show, hosted by the prettiest podcaster of all time, me, Darius D. Okay, thank you guys for your support. And if you're new here and you're wondering what Fuego means and you're inquiring what it means, this is what it means. Okay, pay attention, get a notebook or something, and write it down. I'm just kidding, but here's what it means Fuego is just another word for fire. Another word for fire. That's basically all it is. Okay, so now that you know that, and if you're returning. Listener, thank you for stopping by once again. I appreciate it. We have a special guest on today, and you guys are going to get to know her well, and I appreciate her coming on the show. It's been a privilege recording this episode. Hopefully, you guys listen closely in what she has to say and what I have to say, because sometimes it's good to listen to other people's opinions, and also she's going to drop some good clues, good hints, good advice, period, for you guys, and yes, it's targeted towards athletes, but it can be applied to all assets of life. So whatever avenue you want to go through in life, you can apply what she's saying to your own life. But before we get into the main premise, the main show, we're going to do what we customarily do here on the DD Fagel Show, the word of the day. And being that it is September 2nd, 2018, the word of the day is an adjective and it is Coheval. That's right. Coheval. Now, what this word means and how you would use it in a sentence, I'll get to that. But the definition of that word is of the same or, or of equal age. So you and a person who is the same age are coheval. So you could say we are coheval. So that is the word of the day. Hopefully you put it in your daily conversation, in your mental lexicon, okay? Girl, as a person... Be good to others, man. If you're listening to this car, make sure you stay in your lane. Don't swerve. Be safe on the road. If you're in the gym, keep working hard. If you're on your way to school or work, doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're walking, taking the bus, make sure you enjoy the episode. Share it with your family and friends. If you do enjoy it, this is the DD Fuego Show. All right, guys, we are here on the DD Fuego Show. You guys know who's talking right now. It's your boy. Darius D, the prettiest podcaster of all time. We actually have an audience member today, my boy Wavy J. <laughs> Make sure um, you guys follow him on Instagram. I'll actually put his um, Instagram on the title as well. So just hit him up. He's the homie. But I have a special guest, the highlight, the future champ, okay, is my girl, Damina, a.k.a. Dom. I'm going to refer to her as Dom because that's her nickname. Yeah. So she's going to do her... Brief introduction about her and what she's up to now. So, guys, listen up, okay? Because we have a champ in the making. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Damina uh, Campbell, but you call me Dom. Um, right now, I'm in the process of training uh, for bobsleigh. So, I'll be headed out to Calgary in a few days to train with the uh, well, prospects team and hopefully national team. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm up to. Uh, bobsleigh. <laughs> yeah. So, for those who don't know the sport. Kind of explain to them what Bob's race is about. Okay, so if you've seen Cool Runnings, you know exactly <laughs> what the sport is about. But for those of you who have not, um, it's a winter sport. Um, it's So they have two men and four men bobsleigh. The women's event only has two men, or two women, I should say. Um, so basically, you just, you, you just push a sled that's roughly at least 171 kilos. Um, so it's... It's pretty up there in weight. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. So, yeah, you push the side down the track. You Brakemen are, like, are in charge of giving like good pushes. Um, and then the pilot, obviously, mm-hmm. brings you down the track. And then at the ending, the brakeman breaks. But it seems pretty simple. It's not that uh, 
and it is to a certain extent, but it's physically taxing yeah. on the body and uh, the G forces that are applied to you when you're in the sled going on these high pressure cor- corners. It's, uh, it's it can be a lot, but um, I will say it's worth it. You exactly. know, this dream of mine, you know, making it to the Olympics, I think it'll be worth it. I'll suffer some G-forces if I miss <laughs> um, to make it happen. So exactly. it's pretty cool. Google Bob say it just in case I didn't, you know, give exactly. you enough info. But I'm pretty sure we all seen cool runnings, even though you did mention, like, before we even recorded that, a lot of what they were talking about are myths. So what are the myths about bobsled? Um, that you have to lean with the sled on the corners. You don't need to lean. The sled will do all the work for you. Um, all you have to do is just stay still and stay low um, for aerodynamic purposes and just so you don't throw off the pilot when they're steering because if you're moving in the sled, then like they have to counteract what you're doing in the back. So stay perfectly still, stay low, and uh, brake when you're supposed to. You know, some tracks have like a straightaway that some may mistake for uh, like the ending, but it's not the braking stretch. It's really just a part of the track. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, brake when you're supposed to, stay low, be fast, be strong, be powerful. And yeah, that's basically what that is. Yeah, because like most people don't see a lot of bobsled unless if it's during the Olympics because exactly. like most sports that are going around year round, like football, for example, yeah. what I used to play, might play soon, I'm not sure. Hopefully. But hopefully. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully. And like basketball is year round thing. So people are more familiarized yeah. with those things. With stuff like special sports like Olympics. Really have to like follow the sport or exactly. have a passion for it. Yeah. So when did this passion of bobsleigh come to be? Um, you? it actually wasn't a passion of bobsleigh. It wow. was a dream of the Olympics. Okay. Um, ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to compete. Um, at the time, I thought I was gonna be track and field because the track was my first love. But then we fell away. Um, yeah. And basketball took over. Exactly. And then I realized quickly basketball would not be the way for me to make it. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Let's just not. Um, but in the back of my mind, I always wanted to work with athletes if I couldn't be an athlete myself. Exactly. Um, so I wanted to get into athletic therapy, but that didn't work out the way I hoped it would be. I hoped it would. Um, so then I thought about massage therapy and I was leaning towards that. I was actually in the process of like, you know, looking at schools. Um, but then, uh, this opportunity came up. So in 2015, um, well, actually it all kind of began with my walk with God, actually. Yeah. Um, once I began to take my walk with him more seriously, doors began to open for me. Um, so in 2015, um, I was like, I received the Holy Spirit. And in that December, um, I proceeded in the beginning of December. And then towards the ending, um, we, our girls group at church had our soul sisters event. Um, and we ended up doing a paint night. So at the paint night, I ended up sitting beside uh, Shelly Ann Brown, who was a Vancouver 2010 Olympic silver medalist. Bop, you know? bop, 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 Shout yeah. out there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I ended up sitting beside her and we began talking and obviously I had to do my Q and A about the whole Olympic thing. Um, I was really curious about it and we were just talking and she told me about it. And then she asked me if I would be interested in the Olympics, you know, or that sport in general. And I said, I've always wanted to compete, just didn't know for what sport. And then she opened it up to me. She's like, Hey, I can train you if you want. And I said, really? And she said, yes, I can. And I was like, all right. So, uh, we basically started training in the January and we were, um, training for like five months straight and then our schedules kind of got you know clashed so then I was kind of just on my own for a bit and then I found out that uh BCS which is Bobsleigh Canada Skeleton was holding a, a recruitment camp at my workplace Toronto Penn Sports Center mm-hmm. and um so I decided to go because I'm like well this would be this will help me get my foot in the door so we went well I went I did my thing um got my results back and I was super disappointed 
But looking back at it, they actually weren't that bad. I was just a tenth off the sprinting standard, which is pre- still pretty fast. Um, and just like I was just like barely outside of the national standards. Um, so I was like, you know what? I actually did pretty good. So then I didn't hear anything back from BCS or any of the recruiters for like that course of the year. So in 2017, um, I found out about the RBC training ground, um, which is basically a combine for athletes aged 14 to 25, give or take a few years, um, to just com- uh, show what they got, if they're fast enough, strong enough, you know, okay. if they have what it takes to be the next Olympian. Wow. So I did that. Um, I did the local qualifier in August, and um, I, I got my results back the week afterwards, and I thought to myself, there is no way I am going to get anywhere with this because um, there's about just there's over 100 competitors at my local qualifier and there's three other qualifiers for the rest of the month. So I thought to myself, there's no way because they have to pick the top 100 for the regionals. And there's if there was going to be the same amount of people at my at the other qualifiers as there were mine, that's like over that's basically like 500 people at least um, to compete for the national to compete for the spot at regionals. So I, I just kind of wrote it off. I was like, you know what, Lord, if this is what you want me to do, it'll it'll happen. If it's not, because I don't think it is right now, I'm cool with it. I was perfectly fine with this dream not coming to pass. Yeah. Um, and I was ready to just settle on, you know, uh, other things. So um, September, like the whole month of September, I didn't do any type of training because I thought this isn't happening anyway. It doesn't make any sense for me to put any work into this. And then October, October 5th, um, I got an email from RBC Training Ground saying that I qualified for regionals and my jaw hit the floor. I thought there's no way I actually just qualified after a month of not doing a single thing and having only one week to prepare for the regionals because the regionals was on the 14th and I got the email on the 5th. Um, I thought to myself, this is insane. Lord, I need you now because I didn't do anything for the past <laughs> five weeks. So now I need you more than ever. Exactly. So I prayed about it and um, I went to the gym for the next week, hoping that that <laughs> would make any difference. But you know, um, I went to the regionals, did my thing. I ended up getting uh, recruited by uh, um, Athletics Ontario, and um, that was great. I thought that was pretty cool. Track wasn't really what I was going for, but I'm like, hey, if it's an open door, it's an open door. So um, two days later, on the 16th, um, October 16th, I got a call from uh, Bobsay Canada saying that um, there's an opportunity that has presented itself, and they're wondering if I'd be able to basically join the team, join the prospects team. So I was floored because I was like, wow, this they actually called me. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so, yeah, I was just surprised. So then I went upstairs, told my mom about it briefly because I was on my way to work. Well, getting ready to go to work when I got the call. So I told my mom, I'm like, mom, something amazing just happened, but I can't tell you now. I got to go to work. She said, OK. So on my way to work now, uh, I, was remember, I was talking to God and I was praying about this. I'm like, Lord, if this opportunity is what you want me to, to want me to do, um, let my supervisor be OK with me leaving and mm-hmm. let my parents be up for this like let my parents be happy for me let them say yes to me and go for it this this is what you want to do do it um so i went to work i told my supervisor about the opportunity he told me he'd try to make some things work just in case you know because he was new at the time okay and um yeah he was he'd only been there for two weeks i had Mm -hmm. been there for a few years so he said he'll try to see if he can work things out on my behalf so i said okay but by the end of the shift he said i can't hold your position so, you know, if you leave, like, you have to quit. So I was like, that sucks, but that's cool. 
So then I went to church to my pastor about it. Um, he has his reservations, obviously. Uh, he wasn't. He didn't want to see me go, but he understood that if this is what uh, God wanted for me, and if this is what I wanted, exactly. to let me go and do it. So he, you know, eventually got around to it. So I went home now, sat my parents down, and I told them what was happening. And my dad said the exact words. He's like, yes, Damina, if this is what you want to do, go for it. And I thought to myself, this is literally from God himself. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Um, so after that, I, I uh, wrote up my letter of resignation on the Tuesday and um, booked my plane tickets on the Wednesday, packed my bags, and he- flew out to uh, BC, Vancouver, BC on um, the Saturday and yes, that was the beginning of my journey. That's how I got into bobsleigh. So, um, yes, that is <laughs> yeah. How so, like, you guys have to understand how much work goes into it, and like, you felt like God led you towards this thing. And it's funny to see, like, because for those who are listening to this, who are athletes, they understand the preparation that you need. Like, even for playing like a team sport, like football or basketball. You still need a certain amount of time before the season starts. Yeah. This girl literally did training one week. One week. So if that doesn't tell you God's not on your side, I don't know what will. Because that's one of the hardest things you could ever do, period. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break on the DD Fuego Show. We will be right back with my homie Dom as we continue talking about sports and her life and her journey. All right? Stay tuned, y'all. Okay, guys, we are with Dom here, and we're talking about sports and her journey. Now, I had a question for you. What's the hardest exercise or, like, workout that you have ever done so far in this journey to the Olympics? Um, wow. That's actually a really good question. I cannot, I cannot think of the hardest workout. Only because um, we were kind of just, in terms of training with the prospects team, because last year was the, the Olympic year, so... We didn't get that much attention, I guess. Um, so we're kind of on our own in terms of training. Um, but I guess the hardest thing so far that I've experienced with the sport um, is the mental game. Mm. Um, you really have to just like stay in your lane and focus on you and not be mindful of anybody else and like, what they're doing and you know how they're progressing. Um, support them, yes, but like don't let that um, tear you down, you know? Um, so yeah, that was that was a big thing for me. And also like after you crash in the sled, it's it's pretty nerve-wracking to actually Jeez. want to get back in. Yeah. Um we crashed we had three crashes this year. Mm-hmm. Uh we crashed in Whistler, we crashed in Calgary, and we crashed in Lake Placid. And uh when we crashed in Whistler, that was like the first time. Um it didn't seem like anything. I didn't really notice we crashed actually. Yeah. Because um, the the corners that we were we were in the corner and the sled just just flipped over, it kind of yeah. just rolled over, and it's like okay. oh, and we're on our sides, and it's like it wasn't even that bad. bad yeah. Um, and I, I didn't notice until like I was looking through the braking pad and I saw blue, and I'm like, the ice isn't blue. Jeez. Um, and I realized like oh wow, that's the sky. So like yeah. oh, we're on our sides. This is great. We yeah. just crashed. I'm like, <laughs> well, that's what it feels like. Okay, yeah, right. let's go. Um, so yeah, it was better to crash like during training and not the actual races. So I was yeah. like, that was nice. Um, then we crashed in Calgary. That was the hardest one for me. Um, so it's our first time down the Calgary track. And I'm thinking this is going to be nice and easy. Because when you compare Whistler and Calgary, Whistler is like the heavy hitter, the fastest track, the most technical yeah. of the two. And um, it's just like, it's just crazy. And then when you compare it to Calgary, Calgary is pretty soft. There's only one big corner. It's called the Kreisel. It's corner nine. Um, Kreisel means circle in German. 
So like that was like the biggest thing for us to really, you know, or for me to think about. It's like, man, the pressures in that corner were probably a little bit too real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that. So um, we were going on the track, first time down, and we crashed at a corner seven. So apparently our sled went airborne for a little bit. And then like we came back down. I didn't know. I'm the sled, first time going down. Like I didn't know any better. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we, we crashed. We were on our sides and our backs for like, the rest of the track. Yeah. So I'm holding on for dear life. I thought to myself, is this how I'm going to die? Because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to end my life, you know? Yeah. Because it just felt like I was in there for an eternity. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm trying to breathe and my body's all tense because I'm, I'm just literally holding on. The adrenaline's kicking in. I'm like, Lord, help me, please. Yeah. I felt like we were never going to end. Mm-hmm. And then the sled finally slowed down and it stopped. And I'm like, okay, good. And then started going backwards and I'm like no 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 we're not yeah. about to go backwards in this sled I'm like no thank you someone yeah. save us so luckily the track crew caught us um so we when we got out we're at corner 14 I'm like how do we get down here I was thinking probably at corner nine but because corner nine is the crossroads so I figured we'd just stop in the turn but we didn't mm-hmm. so uh yeah we got out the sled I was just traumatized and I thought to myself ain't no way Am I getting back in here? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I knew my break, my pilot needed me because I was her only brakeman. And typically pilots have two brakemen, but our rookie year, she only had me. So I knew for her sake, I had to just suck it up and get back in. Yeah. So that like that run for the day was my only run for the day because there's no way I was going to get back in the same day. Uh, so the next day we went back to the track and I'm like, you know what? You got this, Lord. <laughs> You're with us. Yeah. Um, can't do this without you. Um, and Ever since that, we were smooth sailing um, in our time in Calgary. And that was like the most, the hardest thing for me to do was just get back in after that crash because that was the longest time I was in the sled on my side. And um, it just, it was just not a feeling that you like, yeah. but it's one that you'll eventually get over. And when you get over those things, that's what, you know, that's what brings up the character in you. And that's, those are the things that cause you to grow and stretch and just develop into who God intends you to be. Yeah. Are you the one to run away when something gets tough or are you the one to just stick through it and persevere? Exactly. I wanted to stick through cause I wanted to earn my spot mm-hmm. and I knew God had better things and greater things in store. And I, yeah. it, I wouldn't receive them if I you had quit. quit. So Can't quit. just a message to you all. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Keep it's, going. It's like hard. Cause I feel like some people quit right when they're there for their breakthrough or whatever, exactly. whatever they need. And one thing that I know amongst young athletes and like athletes in general, yeah. that you have to have this mindset that you want to win. Even if you do lose, you get back up and you keep fighting, you keep going. One of the sports that I admire and most who know me know that I admire is boxing. It's just the internal mm-hmm. mental thing. It's just you and this other opponent and you guys are duking it out, fighting it out. And when you get knocked down, you got to get back up and keep punching until the bell rings and you finally win or you lose. But even if you lose, you can come back the next game or the next bout and fight again. So, like, what Damina was saying, just don't quit. It doesn't matter how hard it is. If it's something that you want to do, you might as well keep keep going. Keep going. What other advice do you have for, like, young athletes in general? Honestly, don't give up. Because you never know, like God, ha- God works in mysterious ways, and like that's something we hear all the time. But He actually does. Exactly. I I wouldn't have been able to say four years ago that in the next four years you will be participating in the sport of bobsleigh, you know, <laughs> in pursuit of your Olympic dream. Yeah. The Olympic dream that I basically gave up throughout high school because I'm like, there's no way this is gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And God literally provided a way. Like He made a way when I literally thought there was no way. Exactly. So um, my advice is just like. 
continue to push, continue to work. Even when the odds, like, even when you think you can't do it, because exactly. I definitely thought I couldn't do it. God provided a way. So even when like the doubt starts to roll in, doubt those doubts, you know, exactly. don't let that fear of, even fear of success, fear of failure, um, deter you from doing what you want to do during doing what you're passionate about, because it's in those moments when like you're most afraid that God will come through for you. You know, it's in those moments of confusion and, and just be feeling lost and just unsure that God will literally open up the window, open up that door, use somebody to, you know, bless your life. If I haven't gone out on that paint night, you know, event with the soul sisters three years ago, yeah, I would not be having this. I wouldn't, <laughs> I would, this would not be my reality today. Exactly. And like, and even before that, if I haven't, you know, if I had did not um, engage in a relationship with God, none of this would be happening. You and that relationship that. came out of tragedy, exactly. you know, like it's a couple of tragedies that kind of led me to God, you know? So even in, even in like your darkest hour, you feel like nothing is working for you or just life just isn't unfolding the way you want. Just trust God, trust that he will make a way because again, like th- those tragic moments, you know, a few years ago and I was like, God, I don't, I don't even know where you are. And like, why do I have to experience what I'm experiencing? Yeah. If that never happened, I wouldn't have tried to pursue a relationship with Christ because I knew he was what I needed because I myself could not sustain my thoughts and just who I was. As a person. It was just, it was too much for me to handle, but God is more than able. So he came through for me in every hour, not just the ninth and not just the 11th, but in every hour. So I'm eternally grateful. So again, if you don't have, you know, um, something to believe in, someone to believe in, I advise Jesus Christ because he definitely changed my life. So hold on to that. Um, find a mentor because thank you God I have one. You, you definitely need a, need a mentor. I'm blessed to have a mentor. Um, so find one, um, someone who will hold you accountable, someone that will be able to, you know, like pick you up when you're feeling down kind of things, give guide you those you. words of encouragement, yeah. guide you, of course. Um, and just, just someone just, just be there for you when you feel like you, you don't have anyone. Anything you can do. Like, and you need a mentor or mentors. Like, you can have more yeah, than one, right? Exactly. And, like, for me personally, I think, like, just seeing myself and how I've grown as a person, like, you always need that coach to help you show you. Because sometimes you don't even know how good you really are until exactly. somebody comes out and says, like, hey, you should do this this way. That's why it's important to have a mentor or a yeah. coach because – I have a few mentors. They know who they are. I should shout them out. Maybe I will right now. Like DB, he's one of the my boys that helped me with football and showed me what skill sets I had in that regard. Coach Kyle, Coach Wilson, all these different people that helped me. And also my Uncle David and my Uncle Richard. All these people helped me with football and showing me what I could do better because they see the potential. Sometimes you don't see it. Not at all. Sometimes you look in the mirror and you don't think you're a champ. Exactly. But you have to dig down deep into yourself and look in the mirror and see the champ that you really are. Yeah, and that doesn't imply like just sports. That can be in anything you like, want to do. Yes. Like, you want to be a lawyer and you feel like you don't have the credentials. Go find somebody that is a lawyer and that can mentor you that you can trust and you can relate to. Exactly. Cross sectionalize, I think. Is that the word I'm looking for? Maybe not. <laughs> but like either way, you guys know that you should find somebody you can trust, somebody you can um Rely on, depend yeah, on, exactly. someone to look up to, just to, it's someone that will hold you accountable, someone that will always like check in on you, see how you are. Because emotions, man, yeah. emotions, when they get the best of you, it's not pretty. Sometimes. So it's, it's, yeah, sometimes it's just not good. So it's good to have that person to talk to you to like let some things out. 
because if you hold on to them, like it's going to eat you up. It's going to destroy. So you. yeah, and you, you got to be able to find someone you can trust. Cause you can't just tell any and everybody your your business. Like you yeah. got to find <laughs> exactly. that one or Glad two. Glad you said that. Can you expound on not telling everybody your business? <laughs> expound on that. Tell these people why you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't because. You know, depending on the type of person you're talking to, like they just might just have a mouth to tell the whole world, and next thing you know, everyone knows what's going on. Exactly. Everyone knows how you're feeling, and it's like those those little like intimate details about you can't can't just go to anybody because again, some people have bad intentions. Exactly. You know, they'll take that information and be like, they'll use it against you. It's like, well, you told me this, or they're trying to blackmail you with it, or whatever. You you know, but people are some people are just crazy. So you know, crazy, and, just, right? and they're just mean actually. <laughs> So it's like you gotta you gotta know who you sur- surround yourself with good people. Exactly, always. Just that's that's it. Surround yourself with good people, and f- if you s- notice some bad apples, you know, cut. Yes, leave, run. But <laughs> look, sometimes sometimes God takes them away from you. Yeah, yeah. I I've never had to you know uh, like eliminate people from my life. They kind of just we just off. our ties just got cut, and yeah. thank God because it you don't need that pe- you neg- don't negative need it. energy near no you. i'm i'm blessed to have a solid group of friends and family that you know that are good that have heads on their shoulders yeah. good heads on their shoulders i exactly. say yeah. and are just super supportive and just there whenever i need so yeah. that emotional support is so crucial um and anything sports this life you know um it's good to have one or two or if you have more than that great but to have at least somebody to confide in and most importantly have that relationship with god because yeah. when those people are unavailable because there'll be times when they yeah. have lives and they're busy exactly you just got to pray and just trust god that you know he will provide for you he will make a way for you he will hear you yeah and answer your prayers because he does answer prayers don't ever think he doesn't he, he may you. he may he may seem silent he may seem far but he's there yeah. every step of the way his word says he'll never leave us nor forsake us that is true my friends so hold on to that truth because that truth will keep you to keep you for sure and like just in a general aspect like in regards to like people giving people around you that are positive that positive energy can feed you for a good thing or as well to go forward on and with this whole topic you can find people that are better than you at certain things right yes so like for example say you struggle in math find a friend that excels in it yeah so they help pull you up you always exactly. want to be around people who have a good vision good ambition and yeah. good values yes so you keep good company around you there's no telling you what you can't do there's no one that can really stop you but yourself exactly. if you really think about it yeah like, we are our own limitation if we think we can't do it we actually will not do it exactly you know we're not willing to take the chance to take the risk to do something that we for the slightest, like any slightest doubts we have, if we have a doubt, we're not doing it. I yeah. know for a fact, if I have a doubt in my mind that this ain't gonna work, I ain't gonna try to do it. You're not gonna but try. those things, like we gotta, we gotta let go of those things. We gotta have to let go of that attitude because that attitude, that those limitations will keep you bound, and we're not made to be bound. You know, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, so we can't be afraid of failure. Yeah. Because if we let that be the reason why we don't try anything, we'll never do anything in this life. And then years down the line, we'll wonder what happened. Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I all wish. these things work out for me? I wish I could go back. See? And then those are the people you feel so sorry, sorry for. Because exactly. like if 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 someone had if they had someone in their life when they're my age or even younger to just tell them, you know what, like don't do that or you know do this instead. Yeah. You know, like things would have gone so differently for them. Exactly. But 
it's just the fear. The fear gets fear. you, and you can't. Once fear gets you, man, it's it's it, hard, it's to, let hard go. to let go. It is, but you just gotta. You just have to do it, regardless definitely. of what it looks like, regardless of how it feels. It just weird, do yeah. it. It will feel super weird, and you'll yeah. tell yourself you're an idiot. <laughs> exactly. Because I've told myself, Davina, what are you doing? Like, what you but do? it's like you just gotta do it. Just do it regardless. Mm, it's yeah. honestly. Even if I'm afraid to do something new, like this whole podcast, creating content thing, this is new for me as well because I yeah. wasn't into it that much. Yeah. But I was came across this guy named Gary Vee, he's an entrepreneur, and he was talking about how there's so much opportunities for young people today to get into content creating and some of that. And mm-hmm. I feel like, yo, if I have something good to do, positive, and I have the skills and I have the mindset, because really it's a mindset. Yeah. When you get that mindset to do it, you'll do it and you'll attack it. There's no way that you can't do anything at all if you have the drive because i guarantee every single person has a gift everyone of course if you're telling me you don't have a gift you're a liar because you have one everyone has one. everyone has one so you use that gift i we as christians we use it for the glorification of god not our own glory you don't take glory for yourself exactly but everyone has a gift and your gifts will make room for you you'll have success stories if you stay like if you persevere and you don't quit and the thing that bothers me is that I'm more afraid of regret than I am of failure. The reason why is because I don't want to be 92 on my sick bed thinking, hey, maybe I should have started this business or maybe exactly. I should have done this. My life would have been different. Yes. I'm like 19 turning 20. I have a lot of ways to go and you're yeah, younger. Yeah. So we have a lot of time to go. We do. But like <laughs> the thing is, I don't want to be like what you said about regretful of all the things I have, opportunities that I miss. Exactly. Just because you were afraid. And that again, that's like it's 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 a fear of mine to yeah. to regret things later in life, and I don't want to have that regret, so I'm just gonna do it. Do it now. If I fail, I fail. But at least exactly. I tried. At least you and tried. At least it's a lesson learned. Like I learned something from this failure. That's what I'm saying. Failures are learning lessons. It they're is. not they're not tragic. It's not like the end of the world if you mm. fail at something. Do it because you learn more from the failures than you do these the successes. Exactly. So take each failure and run with it, and just be like, you know what? That'll help you grow and develop into who. Uh, yeah. you're supposed to be you know exactly. so it builds character and character is yeah. what it's about you know it's like you got to bring something to the table you know experience is what you bring to the table exactly so that's an asset experience is an asset so gain the experience but don't be wild with it you yeah know? don't just do any and everything <laughs> be mindful and yeah. have purpose and in- good intentions with whatever it is that you decide to pursue um but again i just want to stress the point of just keep god first yeah because once you do that he will literally make the way You'll pay the way for He you. will literally make the way. The, the scripture says, Matthew 6, 33, says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Exactly. All these things include everything that you desire. You know, the clothes, the shoes, the, whatever it is, the, whatever the car, you, you know, exactly. like whatever it is that you think you need or whatever. These things will be added onto you. They will just come. It, yeah, it will be effortless. They will literally come to you. You don't have to go after it. So just trust God. God. Trust him. It's it's the easiest. It sounds simple, but sometimes for some people it's hard because you don't want to let go because you're literally giving him free reign over your life. Exactly. And that's hard for some people because some people like control. Exactly. And you have to give him the control control of your life. But he he has the best for it. He has the best intentions for you. That's all. He's not trying to harm you. He's not trying to hurt you. He has the best intentions for you. And that's what we have to understand. Even as like athletes and stuff like that, it's hard because you want to quit certain times. Sometimes I don't know about you, but I think you probably have to wake up early. Oh goodness, I do. <laughs> like what time do you wake up? 
Ah, uh, like four thirty now. Four thirty. Yeah. You're hearing those people four thirty in the morning. morning. Like I'm a morning person, so it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. But like, if you're not a morning person, you still have to wake up. You still have to do the weight, and then you have to sacrifice the like junk food that you want to do. Right. You eat and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> hey, I like McDonald's. I, like <laughs> I know it's not good for you. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta eat, man. But again, like you gotta you gotta be wise with those things. And like for me, like I'm managing working, training, um, all my church activities. Yeah. And sleep. And sleep has been getting the short end of the stick lately. Yeah. And sleep is so important. It is important. Like, we, really, we actually have to get that rest. And if you don't get the rest, your body will tell you. And it will <laughs> shut down exactly. if you don't. You so just you just got to be able to prioritize. That's um, another piece of advice, oh, sure. um, if I'm willing to give it. Yeah. Uh, prioritizing your time is so important because like it just goes by so fast. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like November and you did nothing. You know? Like... <laughs> You really just got to use your time wisely and yeah. just be smart with it. If you got to rest, take, take the time it, to rest. Take rest. If it means Always you, rest. If it means like you don't go to work that day, or which I doubt, but yeah. if it means like you skip that training session or you don't make it to that service, yeah, rest. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. if your body's not up for it, you can't glorify God. You, you need your body exactly. in order to do these things. It's especially temple. Exactly. exactly. Your take body's your temple. It. Take care of it. You know? So just... just be wise, uh, prioritize your time, and mm-hmm. get the rest you need. Get the rest. Don't let your body tell you, because when your body tells you, man, it's a wrap. So make sure you prioritize Because, like, sleep deprivation is a real thing. It's you know? brutal. And it's brutal, like you said. Because, like, you need your body to rejuvenate. It needs exactly. to take a rest. Like, you can't be okay. on your phone every day. Why? Because your battery's going to die and it needs to recharge. Exactly. The same concept. Same if, concept. if your phone needs the rest, you do too. Exactly. Simple as that. For, for all these millennials. Yeah. If your phone needs the rest, you do too. Exactly. Like, they need to... We, as people, need to understand that. Because I'm really for sleep. So, sometimes I'll go to bed. Even during the school year, like, I'll go to bed early. Yeah. Then wake up early. But as long as I get, like, the 6 to 7, I'm fine. Bro. Yeah. I know some people might need more. More, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on the first... It depends on... Because, like, people say, like... I think they... Not people in general, but, like, doctors and stuff like that... Yeah. They say that you need like like seven to eight. If yeah, you're seven, or yeah. Like. seven to eight is ideal. Yeah. Um, I prefer nine, but you know that, <laughs> that doesn't happen for me anymore. Exactly, so because you have to wake up at four thirty. Yeah. Four thirty. This body doesn't want to go to bed early anyway. So. Oh, so you're a night hog. I I don't want to be. She said the body won't listen to my mind. So my oh. mind's like, you need to go to bed. But my body's like, no, I'm gonna wake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't have to do this. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me pay for it in the morning. So then you'll learn. Yeah, eventually. that's what I'm saying. And then you'll learn, and you have to do it after. <laughs> yeah. It's like for me. Always been an early bird. Like waking up at like five is not a problem for me. It's like that's just me as a person. That is great. Yeah, that's that's actually amazing. <laughs> it is. It is. It helps. And I feel like for me personally, I don't know as other early birds. I feel like there's a nice peace in the morning. Like waking up Definitely. at five a.m. or like six a.m. The whole house is quiet and like it's just chill, relax. You can get work done. No mm-hmm. one's bothering you. There's no distractions. But yeah, with electronics, it's a lot. Nah. <laughs> like, yo, you're on Instagram sometimes. Sometimes you have yeah. to get off the Instagram and get Actually, to work. Actually, get off Facebook. Just get off the apps. Like, they're <laughs> so time off. consuming. Like, they are so time consuming. Okay, one minute you, you go for one thing, exactly, and you do everything else but that one thing. And it's like, why did I even open up the app in the first place? And I'm like, oh. And then you go back, and then you find something else. But then, but then you get the job done. But yeah, then you continue searching. It's like, like, it's a mess. Just 
limit the time on the apps too, yeah, guys. Yeah, limit it. You don't really need it. You don't need to look at everyone else's highlight reel, okay? Because then you're going to be discouraged and you're behind the scenes. Okay. Don't so be. I have a quick question for you. Yeah, yeah. Here is the question. All right. So, for those who are not athletes and want to get an athletic body or wants to get in shape, <laughs> what are some tips you can do or, or some exercises that they could do either at home or at the gym that can help them? Um, I like body weight exercises. Okay. So um, the squat, the lunge, uh, push-ups. I love doing – well, I can't even say I love doing push-ups. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> um, but they are nice. They make your arms look real good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, some bodyweight exercises. If you don't have a gym membership, like, you can totally do this whole, you know, new life thing at home. Um, if any, if you want weights, you can use the laundry detergent. I'm pretty sure you all have the bottles. Yeah, you can use You that know, one. do that. Um, so, yeah, um, in terms of your eating, incorporate veggies. You, you got to have the vegetables. Limit the carbs. You, like, enough. Limited enough. Like, stay yeah. away from the rice if you can, you know. Like, yeah. substitute that for it's some. It's hard for us, though. It's super hard, West man. Indians, These, oh, like, my Asians, goodness. Like, yo, we we have live rice, on that rice and peas, rice man. And peas. The, the oxtail and jerk chicken. Nah, oh man, don't even get me started. But yeah, <laughs> so yeah, you try to limit all that. Uh, try to cut down on the rice and like the flour and all that stuff. Uh, again, make your make your plate colorful. Yeah. You know, once you if your plate has more than one color, like it can't just be brown. Yeah. Different shades of brown. That's not enough. You know, you're not getting everything that you need with different shades of brown on your plate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like get some sweet peppers in there. Exactly. Some you know sweet potatoes. Some broccoli. Some string broccoli. beans. Like some protein. So. Uh, chicken breast. I prefer chicken breast. I just, yeah. I love me some chicken breast. But um, like steak, red meat is good, especially for those who are low in iron, like myself. You need some red meat. Yeah. Um, if not, eat the beets. You know eat the dark green yeah, veggies. Yeah, beets are good. Yeah. Oh gosh, I wouldn't say they're good, but um, Yo, they, they taste easy. bad. But they're seasoning it up, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Vitamins work too. Yeah, vitamin supplements if you can. Again, um, do whatever your doctor says. Yeah. I'm obviously yeah. not your doctor. We're not. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, just make sure like you just limit all the bad stuff. So yeah, obviously, like, like junk food, cut that out. If that's what you live on, yo, start making know. meals from home. Learn to cook because <laughs> it'll eventually save you money in the long run. True. So you you gain a skill. Your body will already be better because it really starts from the food that you eat. Yeah. If you just change up your eating habits, drink more water, mm-hmm. little things like that. It's not you don't have to do anything too drastic. Yeah. Just the little things. Small changes. Small changes, and it'll be a lifestyle change, not a diet, because yeah. diets don't last. They really. But don't. lifestyle changes do. Yeah. So just incorporate the little things. Buy a water bottle. Make sure you like you drink it twice. You know, yeah. um, at least just to start. Yeah. You know, again, like buy more veggies, incorporate those into your meals instead of, you know, like the rice or the dumpling, you know. Yeah, quinoa is good. No? Quinoa is good, yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just incorporate those things. So There's so many things, things like you that. can do, exactly. Like the whole water thing. I think I spent a half a year, even my boy Wavy J knows, just drinking straight water, bro. I cut, I was like 240, I cut down to like 205. And then now I'm back up at like 225 because I didn't want to be too slim, bro. <laughs> I don't know if you guys too maga. I'm like, nah, I don't like that. So I just gained the muscle back. Yeah, yeah. So that's all it was. And like even I heard this one pastor say like is if everything you eat comes in a brown paper bag and it's individually wrapped, you shouldn't be eating it <laughs> consistently. So like stay that away from that. That is legit. That's actually legit. <laughs> and like I, I heard it in my I'm like, yo, he's actually right. Like yeah. if it's individually wrapped in a pound brown paper bag you shouldn't be eating it all the time exactly it wasn't a blue moon's fine like 
Especially if you go to the States, because I know the States, oh my God. bro. States I was bang. in the States, like Chick-fil-A, Checkers. Oh my goodness. And then bro. the Burger King over there is actually like the bomb. Yeah, it tastes better here than here, for sure. Really? The Burger King in the States? Yeah. Even the McDonald's in the States, bro. Oh my gosh. I, I had it, I think it was last week. Like, they have like a whole, like, you know those like big gulps from 7-Eleven? Yeah. They're like $7. It's like the size of a bucket. My face right now. Like, so. yo, like you can get, literally get like a whole thing for like a buck fifty at most. That's why everyone over there is obese. Yeah, so girl. stay away from my junk. <laughs> Trust, <laughs> like, yo, it's crazy because like if I'm go- if I'm going there, because it's not even like it's expensive. Like yeah, over here, it's dirt cheap. It's um, cheap. Like I think checkers, you can get like two nice big burgers and like a large fry for like six bucks. See, oh my gosh, see, I, no. No, don't do it, guys. That that right there is a trap. So if any Americans are listening to this, stay away from the junk food. Yeah, yeah. Chill out with the junk food, y'all. Chill out, man. Like this once is- in a while, it's fine. We're not saying not to have it at all. Yeah, like just just be con- considered, be mindful, mindful of what's going in your body because your exactly. body's a temple. If your body shuts down because all the junk you've been eating, trust me, you diabetes is a real thing. Yes, heart disease, obesity is not it's your not, friend. It's not your friend. It's not your friend. And it's because, like, we live in North America, so we eat a lot more than we're supposed to. Because I know, like, I heard in Europe and Africa and these different continents and stuff like that, they don't eat as much. Yeah. So, like, if you go on a Mediterranean diet, like, due to the people who are in, like, Italy, Greece, they don't eat that much. Like, yeah. they eat, like, a small, like, they eat pasta a lot, and pasta is, like, a heavy starch, but the portion size that they eat it in and what else that they're doing, because they're doing a lot of walking as well. Exactly. And physical work, so they burn it off. But we don't. Because we're lazy up here. Yo, we're, Say, we're a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yo, the technology helps us, you know? Like, having self-driving cars soon. That's crazy. You don't need that. that learn that's... to drive. Go Do your driving school. Yeah. Get that insurance discount. Yeah. Get your car. Learn <laughs> to drive. None of that self-driving mess. Like, honestly, I can get it. Because it's cool. Like, Tesla. Shout out Elon Musk. If you want to hook us up with some Tesla. Oh, yes, please. We're I, not, we're not, I will not stop you, my friend. <laughs> like, I, I was zooming when I drove in one before, like, the Tesla X. Yeah. Model X. It's actually a good car. I think, like, what they do, they have, like, the autopilot mode. So, it's not, like, fully oh, self-driving. Okay, okay. So, like, you can even switch lanes. It switch, and it switches lanes. It's kind of scary. Yeah. In my opinion, it's kind of scary. Okay. But, like, technology... And he, he's really, like, practical with his work mm. and stuff like that. So I study his work a little bit. I'm interested in Tesla. A lot of people don't like electric cars anyway, so that's another That story. is true. But, like, there's so much things, opportunities that you guys can do, that you guys can have, like, so much things. But, like, Domina says you have to – when it boils down to it, you got to stay focused. More, actually, let me backtrack that. We're getting somebody. Put God first. Number, that's number one. Amen. Amen. <laughs> number two, <laughs> stay focused. Do not quit and keep good people around you. Yeah. I feel like this is going to hurt somebody's feelings, but I really don't care. <laughs> what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to cut some people off and you're going to also have to cut some family people out. Oh, it's man. harsh. It's it a is, harsh thing, it but it's true. Tough. Yeah. Certain family members, like you can keep them as family. I'm not saying to disown them, but I'm, you're going to have to keep them at arm's length. Yeah, that is for sure. Some of them are just like, oh my god, leeches, vultures. Bro. Vultures. vultures. My family's cool though, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, trust me. Now this is the DD Fuego show. We will be right back with a segment called Wrap It Up DD. Okay, where I wrap up in some of the show for you. So Dominion is gonna help me 
Dom's going to help me wrap up the show. Okay? So don't go anywhere. This is the Didi Fuego Show. Okay, welcome to Wrapping Up DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you guys, okay? But since I have a special guest, she's going to help me. Yes, I am. With this summary. So just go over some key points that we mentioned in today's episode. All right. So we talked about uh, not allowing fear to uh, basically overtake you. Um, So, yeah. So being mindful of, you know, um, what you perceive as something to be afraid of. Don't be afraid of it anyway, um, because God did not give you the spirit of fear. So you you have the ability to overcome whatever it is that seems scary. Um, so just believe that truth. Um, second, we talked about the importance of mentors. Yeah. Uh, it's very good to have one because um, they definitely they, they are that listening ear that you need. Um, they can hold you accountable for you know your actions and your choices. Um, they're just people to, to look up to, you know, to model yourself after. Um, because as Christians, we model ourselves after Christ, but, you know, and as athletes, like we have, you know, um, athletes that we look up to. Yeah. So, um, it's good to have mentors to just keep you, um, to be that, you know, emotional support that you're going to need because emotions, you know, rise up at times. So it's something just like, you know, vent to let it out. Um, so that's important. Mentors, no fear. Um, what else did we discuss, my friend? Uh, we also talked about persevering not quitting not giving up yeah it's very important part just as an athlete or as a person in general never to give up never to quit always to have good visions for yourself keep good company yes be mindful of who you're around don't share your dreams with everybody because sometimes your dream killers out yep that's true to kill your dream yeah. So that's what we talked about today. We also talked about Damina's story, obviously. Oh, yeah. That was the main point. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> we talked about that. So, Damina, good luck with the coming out season, the coming out training. Yes, thank we'll, you. We're thank hearing you. good reports. We want to hear good reports, and we will. Yes. Also, you want to come back on the show anytime? Just let me know, let me boy DV, you know? I will, then. Also, will. plug your social media for the people to know. Oh, yes. So you can find me on Instagram at uh, D-O-M-1-N-4. So it's basically Demina, but with a one and a four in it. Um, also, I'm on Facebook as Demina Campbell. So feel free to add me as a friend if you feel the need to. Um, and yeah, that's all I have. I don't use Snapchat because I think it's kind of stupid, but <laughs> that's whatever. Yo, and crazy. Yeah, I have WhatsApp, but y'all don't have my number. So that's good. Yeah. We're not going to give her a number. Yeah. Yes, Instagram is the best way. And yeah. Facebook, if you feel the need to. If you want to see what she's up to. Check out the Insta. Yeah, yes, you'll we'll see her Insta stories. Though. They're actually quite entertaining. Yes. If you, if you look mm. at them. So, you did have a good time on the show? I did. It was actually fun. It was yeah. nice doing a little interview. Trust you me. know, the podcast is really good. I, exactly. I enjoyed it. It was the first time being on a podcast. So that was nice. Yeah. But uh, it was definitely a good experience. And I would be honored to come back on your show. Okay. You know, no so doubt. whenever you're ready. Yeah. Or whenever I come back home. Yeah. Feel free. Guys, we're going to get another one, another episode. We might talk about something else. But, you know, we are both creative people, creative minds. So, we will. Yeah. Work that out. So, guys, thank you for coming back once again. If you're new here, thank you for stopping by, okay? Make sure you support this podcast. And how you can do this is by subscribing to it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, also Apple Podcasts, as well as Google Play Music. Yes, I'm on a lot of platforms. I'm on 10. So make sure you guys go on my website, Didi Fuego. Just hit that on the Google search engine. You'll find me there. And you can... 
have any questions, DM me on my um main account. Not my main account, but my show account. It's at Didi Fuego. Follow me, underscore Didi the Suave Kid. It's a lot of information, okay? I get it. I get it. But thank you guys for the support. So, ladies, don't be a toy. Fellas, don't be a soy boy. It's your boy, Darius D. And Dom. Yes, Dom. And we're signing out. So just chill to the next episode.